Good afternoon. I, uh, when I was a kid, uh, when I was playing baseball uh, when I was younger, I remember uh, there was a certain point where we were trying to, like, there was a certain point where um, I, I started, like, getting coached by a few different guys, and, and they, they, I, I started to realize that different coaches had different kind of ways that they would kind of teach you. Uh, they, they would do different things to kind of teach you how to, how to work on certain things parts of your game, right? Um, in particular, I remember uh, we went, it was a clinic, it was my whole team, a little all-star team, uh, we went to see a coach, and, and what he basically did was, he was a high school coach for years and years, had a lot of wisdom in the game, and what he did was, is he basically set up a video camera, uh, and what we would do is we would just swing, right? And basically, all he did was, is he just recorded us taking our swings, and then later, right, we sat down with our coaches, with him, and he would kind of look at it, and he would analyze. He would say, oh, look, your hands dropped here. Hey, look, your hips, when you're swinging, you're not, you, your hips are out in front, or are you reaching, or, or whatever it was. Like, he was kind of, we were kind of sitting there and breaking down and analyzing each of our swings, right? And he would, he had a, the way he is, like, his VCR worked. VCR was this thing that had a tape in it way back then, right? Um, the way his VCR worked, though, is like he could do it frame by frame. So like we would watch frame by frame, and you would see how the swing happened. And it was just, it was just trying, to, trying to find out, like, okay, where are, the, where are the little hitches and where are the little issues and things, things to work on with our swing. Then I remember sitting down and, and with the whole team, after he went through it with each of us, all the 12, 14 of us were on the team, then what he did was is he put on, like, video of some of the best hitters in baseball. Tony Gwynn, right? This, this is in the 90s. So it was guys like Tony Gwynn and, and, and uh, Mark McGuire and Ken Griffey Jr. and, like, some of these, like, all-star caliber great hitters in the game. And what he did was he did the same thing. He would go frame by frame, and he would say, look, they all end up at the same spot. Or look, what you were doing, that, that, that's what he fixed. Like you can see it right here. And, and like he was pointing out that the professionals did things a certain way. So if you want to be really good, right, at least try and mimic them. Now it was just kind of this thing. It was a, he, he kind of used this as a, these guys do it well. These guys have a, a good example. So do your best to mimic them. The reason why I bring that up is today our, gospel, our, our, our feast that we celebrate is St. Saint Albert the Great. Um, now, St. Albert the Great, uh, we may not know a whole heck of a lot about him, um, but one of the, a couple of the things that we do know about him is that he was an absolute genius. Um, he, was a, he was what we would consider a Renaissance man, like during the Renaissance, right? He had this knowledge of all kinds of things, from science to philosophy to theology. He was an absolute genius of a man. He, he, he spoke really, really eloquently. He was a wonderful teacher. And as we heard in our opening prayer, he was one that saw his intellect as a way of evangelization. That not only did he go off of his own knowledge and, and, and brain power, but he would also combine that, if you will, with his, with an undying faith and love of Jesus. So much so that St. Albert, in his classroom, in his, in, in the University of Paris, would inspire one of his students to take up his mantle. That student was Thomas Aquinas. 
You would never realize that, he, I don't think St. Albert, St. Albert didn't do this to try and inspire one of the greatest doctors of the church of all time, right? This, this is not his reason for trying to have an intellect that, or, or, or exercising an intellect that was really, really strong and combining it with faith, right? That, that was not his reason for what he was doing, but the witness that he had, the way in which he lived, the knowledge that he had, inspired those around him. When we put our gifts that God gives us to use for his kingdom, others are inspired. It becomes an evangelization tactic, if you will. It's a way in which the Holy Spirit can work through us to meet others. In our own life, how is it, what gifts have you been given? What ways in which is God possibly wanting to use those gifts for the sake of evangelization? Not for the sake of me being perfect and, and, and without fault and that I'm never going to sin again. No, no, no. But basically saying, how can my gifts, the things that I have been given, be used in the hand of God to reach as many people as possible? It can be anything. But what we do is, is we, we become a witness on behalf of the gospel through the gifts that God has given us. And St. Albert is a great example of it. We never know the impact that we could have if we allow the Lord to use our gifts and use them well. A, a, a familiar story, uh, I'll end with this, a, a familiar story and, and one that is near and dear to my heart that I, I really love is uh, there, was a, there was a Polish man, uh, he was a tailor in Poland, uh, his name was Jan Tiranowski, um, and some students are laughing because they've heard me talk about this before, but oh well. Um, Jan Tiranowski is a, uh, it was, was nothing special, but he just knew that the Lord was asking him to work in a particular way, with young people in his area. That's all it was. So what he did was he basically pulled a group of young men together that wanted to live the gospel, that wanted to profess the faith, that wanted to grow in their faith into a small group and kind of walked with them. And in that walking with them, all of those young men were inspired. They, they started to live the faith more. They started to take their faith more seriously. One of which had an impact that was way beyond anybody could imagine. Because one was named Carol Waitiwa. Also, we may know him as John Paul II. Because one man who was nothing special, but allowed God's grace to work within his gifts and was bold enough to answer the call, because of one yes, you could say communism fell, you could say the theology of the body was published. You could say one of the greatest saints of the 20th century lived and met his potential. Because of one yes of a know-nothing tailor in Poland. How is it that God might be calling us to answer his call? To be his witness? And in particular, how is he asking to work through your gifts? May today, as we come to this Mass, we be convinced and, and convicted that the Lord wants to work through me and could have an impact that's way beyond anything I could imagine. Amen.